You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to the Bucket List Buster Travel Show. Your Bucket List Buster Travel Show helps you make your bucket list dreams come true. Host Karen Duncan spent decades running the travel business. She, along with other industry experts, share their knowledge, travel stories, and wisdom about how to travel, where to travel, and how to have a stress-free adventure. Tune in. Give yourself permission to focus on yourself. Create lifelong memories with families and friends. And finally learn to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. And here's the host of your show, Karen Duncan. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, guten tag, bonjour, jumbo, boltarde, everything's iry, and good afternoon. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Welcome to Thursday. It's a fabulous Thursday. And this is Karen Duncan, your host of Your Bucket List Buster. And today we start our new series on winter travel, where to go during the cool winter months. We'll talk about fall since it's officially fall right now. But we're going to have some fun talking about the different activities and destinations that you can go to this time of year. Everyone has gone through their summer vacations and hit all the new hot spots. But what do you do for winter travel? Where do you go? Do you still go to the beach or are you a skier? Do you like the cool winter type destinations where you can hit some of the the powder on your skis or ice skating or what do you do? I really like to know. So we're going to talk about some of these activities, preferred winter activities, skiing, snowboarding, ice fishing, riding the rails, I'm sorry, or maybe you're still a beach lover during the winter. Find out some fun and exotic things to do as the winter comes. We're going to talk about going to places like Tahiti in the South Pacific because it's their summertime. Best winter vacations. What about Poconos? Are you familiar with that destination? That's right here in the United States. They have family-friendly and adult-only activities and hotels and resorts. And we'll finish off by talking about the Christmas markets around the world. Really, really fun and beautiful. Nothing is more beautiful than a Christmas market, Um, whether you're here in the States or over in Germany or Amsterdam, it doesn't matter. It's just a beautiful time of year. So thoughts for the week. Well, fall and winter include all kinds of new sensations and experiences. I'm really a summer girl, or maybe I'm just a water and beach girl. By the time fall comes around, I'm kind of like I can take some of this cooler weather to spend more time outside walking and hiking and running or doing any outside activity where you can enjoy the brisk, cool air. I enjoy the fall fashions, of course, but I hate the cold. Being from Chicago, I've had all the extreme cold I could ever want to in life. I just don't understand the need to be so cold so that you're so uncomfortable. I'm sure some people feel the same way about the heat. In fact, I know they do because my dear sweet son who works on Norwegian Cruise Line ships complains all the time about the heat in the port and destinations that he visits. And my mom also. That's one of the reasons she doesn't live in Texas yet. She doesn't like the summer months. But to me, I'd much rather be hot where we can go inside and have air conditioning than to be cold where even when you turn on the heat... Your bones are just still so cold and you have to put so many clothes on to get warm. I'm just not into that. Well, I just got back from Chicago. I had to go and be with my mom while she went through some surgery. Needless to say, I had to take some warm weather with me so I could make sure I didn't freeze to death while I was there. And I know it's just October. But you never know in Chicago what the temperature is going to be like. There were a couple of days it was cooler than I'd like. But for the most part, the weather was great. Mom's surgery was went well also. 
As I traveled through the streets of Chicago, I looked at how the city has changed since my childhood. To me, my neighborhood, which is on the south side, looks very well cared for compared to some of the other large cities in the country. People in our area still care about the upkeep of their homes. Areas are becoming more diverse. We only hear of the very negative things coming from Chicago. So I have made that my destination of the week. Chicago is really fun in the fall and winter if you get there before the blizzards and the extreme cold. So I hope you enjoy the next few weeks as we explore fun activities and destinations you can enjoy in the fall and the winter. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, and I'm going to take a quick break. See you in a minute. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So, here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back to your bucket list buster, Karen Duncan here on this fabulous fall Thursday. Well, let's talk about some trends for the week, some newsworthy topics related to the travel segment. I came across this article by Nick Trend. That's his name, Nick Trend for trends. Um, How do you decide where you go on holiday? Well, as most of you of my listeners know, I'm a travel agent, have been in the travel business for over 22 years now, and I have to qualify my clients a lot of times. I get these random phone calls or emails asking for vacation advice, Um, and a lot of times people think that I can read their mind through email and over the phone without even having a conversation with them about where they should go and what they should do. Well, I've often asked on how you decide where you want to go on holiday. And in qualifying my clients, I have to ask a lot of questions to get to the bottom of things. What do you like to do? Are you a, a, a beach person? Do you like to just lay by the beach and relax? Do you like certain activities? All kinds of questions to try and um, get an understanding of what they want to do. Well, there's a company that has come up with an emotional intelligent technology called Destination U to help you unlock your actual holiday vacation desires. And the premise is, is that certain words come out of your mouth and you say things when people ask you these questions, but that might not really be what you want to do when you're on vacation. And so this technology will help decide or help you learn more about what your true desires are. So the developer, which is called Real Eyes, specializes in using webcams to measure your emotional responses via video. And they believe that 90% of our decision-making is done subconsciously and that the process can be read by using face scanning technology, which measures our changing expressions as we respond to the visual stimulation. So this sounds kind of like a movie, doesn't it? Well, they record about 149 things around your mouth and eyes to measure your responses. There are four key emotions, happiness, surprise, fear, and confusion. 
So long story short, Destination U really can read your subconscious holiday desires and it's only there to make suggestions, not to provide perfect solutions. So basically, you dis- you determine if you really are not telling the truth about what your desires are or if you don't believe it. Have you ever been on vacation, said that that's what you wanted to do, but then when you got there, that's not really what you wanted to do? Or somebody convinced you and coerced you into going with them or going on this particular vacation and you realize or you already knew that that's just not your type, but you went anyway. Well, this could be used, husbands or wives, when your significant other wants to do something and you don't really want to do it. You could do this with Destination U and you'd have you'd have evidence, hardcore evidence that, sorry, hon, I just can't do this because my Destination U desires show that I want to do something else. So we're going to have to come to a compromise. I just thought that was pretty interesting. And considering that we're moving into all the all of this intellectual, um, all these different changes about and technology on how we determine ourselves, <laughs> why can't we just tell the truth? Why can't we just be honest? Do you honestly know that you don't like the beach, but you go anyway? Anyway, that's just my thought on that particular thing. Here's something that I thought was really cool. Uh, Celebrity Cruises is the first cruise line in the world to offer legalized same-sex marriage at sea. So, you know, destination weddings are the hot spots. Same-sex marriage is only legal in certain areas of the world. Um, And it has not been one of those things that the cruise lines wanted to step into. Because you go to different islands and based on the islands that you go to, it's either legal or it's not legal. So Celebrity has decided that um, since they were the headline sponsor of the 2018 Australia LGBTI Awards, they are going to start doing this next year. So the CEO and president said Celebrity Soltis along with the cruise line's other 12 international fleet will offer legalized same-sex marriage ceremonies in international waters under Maltese law starting last week. The weddings will be officiated by the captain just in time for the new season. It'll be a natural fit for the luxury cruise line, which is committed to diversity and inclusion throughout its operations. I thought that was amazing and I'm very happy to say you go celebrity. Hopefully some of the other cruise lines will fall into um, place and do some of the same things. I think it's it's something we should do. I'm going to take another quick break and when we get back, we're going to talk about the fall destination of the week. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster. I'll see you in a minute. Have you dreamed of cruising the waterways of Europe, past castles and vineyards on a luxury vessel where your every wish has been granted? We have some great ideas for you. Scenic Cruises is a luxury five-star, completely all-inclusive river cruise line. At Scenic, when you say all-inclusive, that's what we mean. From airport transfers, all gratuities on and off the ship, a variety of shore excursion options, all beverages, all the time, butler service, complimentary laundry service, e-bikes, and even the mini bar in our cabins. Scenic guests won't have to worry about money at all. It's all included. Scenic ships feature more space to enjoy with less guests on board. Six dining venues on board offer lots of choices and lively dining options. Knowledgeable staff shows you European cities and smaller gyms at a leisurely pace. Voted Best River Cruise Shore Excursions by the discerning cruise critic for 2016, Scenic's fleet of 15 ships is specially designed to cruise the Rhine and Danube, France, Russia, Portugal, and Southeast Asia. Itineraries, Scenic's 2018 brochure has just been released with a special offer of free or reduced $495 airfare. Learn more at Scenic. USA.com. 
Welcome back to your bucket list buster. Karen Duncan here. How are you this fabulous fall Thursday? Well, this week, our destination of the week is Chicago, my hometown. And Chicago is magnificent in the fall. And I'm not just saying that because I was born in the fall, October the 10th, mind you. Yes, I just had another fabulous birthday. But the weather is magnificent for the most part. As I said, I was there last week, actually this week, I got back on Tuesday, and we passed by Grant Park, which is one of the most iconic parks in downtown Chicago. Lots of concerts and events take place in the park, and it's split. There's a street, a major street that goes down the center of the park, so there's space on both sides for some fantastic events. The Art Institute is in this area, of which my father attended, great artist the Field Museum, and one of the best ways to to the city, the highlights of what Chicago is known for, is the Architecture River Cruise, where you can see all there is to see in classic downtown Chicago architecture. You go to see the Tribune Tower, of which I won a Covenant Sports Award named after this building and the newspaper that it was created here, the Chicago Tribune. I was one of the Tribune Athletes of the Week when I was in high school for the sport of tennis. Plus, this time of year is all about sports. As this show airs, the Cubs are fighting to get back in the game against the Dodgers. There is nothing like going to a game at Wrigley Fields. Or what about going to a Bears game at Soldier Fields, which is also right downtown on the lake which makes for a terribly cold experience in the winter with the stadium being right off the water. But I've got some fantastic memories about going to football games there. The one thing about Chicago and growing up there and and it being such a huge sports town is when I finally moved to Texas, it was really hard for me to understand that you could start football in 100 degree weather. That's just really, really hot. My memories of football and being at the um, Soldier's Field, I went to parochial school, Catholic high school. And the champions of the high school would play against the champions of the public school. And they always had it at Soldier's Field. You always took your blankets. We always had on two or three, four pairs of socks and boots. We had double gloves. We had layers on top of layers of clothing. Um, And the hot chocolate was just amazing. That's what I remember about Soldier's Field and football in in the winter. But it was cold. So what is there to do in Chicago other than seeing the sights? Going to Navy Pier is super exciting. It's so much bigger now than when I grew up. We would go to the Shedd Aquarium there, but now there's a Ferris wheel and all kinds of rides and restaurants. Just so much to do. I mean, it's huge and it's it juts out into Lake Michigan right downtown. So you you get there and you go, what is that over there? It looks like an, an ongoing carnival all the time. But there's just rows and rows of restaurants and food trucks and, and just stores and shops. You can go shopping. Great place to go shopping. Next is Lincoln Park Zoo. One of the most fun treats as a kid I had was going to this zoo. I could have gone to the zoo every year and which I did when we were in elementary school because that was one of the field trips that we took every year. And that was a really good treat because it's a huge zoo. It's wonderful. And we would spend the entire day there. The best part for me was lunchtime because we got to take our lunch and I would make a sandwich. And by the time we got to eat it, you know, the cheese was kind of melty and gooey and, and bologna of course was huge back then. I loved a good bologna sandwich with cheese and it was just so yummy. And then you got chips and you, and that was the one of the few times we got to take a a soda. We called it a pop. But we'd take a pop and we'd wrap it in aluminum foil, freeze it the night before, wrap it in aluminum foil and hope that it would be cold by the time we actually sat down to eat our picnic lunch. But it's a great place to take the kids and just spend the entire day. Lots to see, 
lots of interactive um, things right there at that zoo. Then there are the festivals and the jazz festival. Known for its artistic creativity, the Chicago Jazz Fest is a favorite Labor Day weekend tradition. It promotes awareness and appreciation for all forms of jazz, and it's free quality live musical performances. Been going on since 1979. The festival's mission is to showcase Chicago's vast jazz talent alongside national and international artists and to encourage and educate a jazz audience of all ages. It started in 79. I was gone by then, but my dad is a huge jazz fan and he and his buddies would go down there every year and enjoy jazz. Imagine free jazz in the park. Come on, Austin. We can do this. We can ha- we can offer some free jazz in the park. Wouldn't that be magnificent? Or maybe where you live, do they offer free jazz? I would love to see some some jazz in the park. Um Austin has a lot of music festivals and a lot of music going on, but I don't know that we quite do it like Chicago does it. Next is Oktoberfest Chicago style, one of Chicago's most popular celebrations of fall and all things Bavarian. Oktoberfest Chicago is at one of the big Catholic churches and it's uh, in its 17th year and it's both inside and out of the church and it's a huge iconic church on Chicago's West Lakeview neighborhood. And it goes, um, starts September 1st and goes to the end of October. Next is the Hyde Park Jazz Fest. You see a theme here? All about jazz in Chicago, guys. And then the Chicago International Film Festival and the Chicago Marathon. So I'm going to take another quick break. And when I get back, we're going to continue talking about things to do, winter activities and events in the big city of Chicago, my hometown. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster. I'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. You're listening to Your Bucket List Buster. Welcome back to Your Bucket List Buster. Karen Duncan here. Now let's talk about winter activities and events in the big city of Chicago. I grew up sledding and ice skating all throughout the winter. So when I tell you I know cold, I know cold. But as a kid doing outdoor activities, we were having so much fun that we still had to be called into the house because we want to just stay out there and your little fingertips would just be frozen. And I mean, we had to worry about being frostbitten, but we would skate and play all night if we could. One of my most favorite activities was going to what's called Magnificent Mile now, the big shopping district, and looking at the window decorations during the holiday season. That was a big treat for um, when my mom wanted to do Christmas shopping. We'd go downtown because we very seldom actually went downtown to go shopping. We went to surrounding malls in the neighborhood and and on the south side. But to get to go downtown to go shopping was a, a real, real treat for me. And we would, of course, have to go after my mom and dad got off from work. My mom was a teacher, a high school math teacher and and counselor. And my dad was a police officer in Chicago. Yep, he was. And um, so we would meet up and we'd make it a big event and have dinner downtown. And the, the most magnificent thing about shopping down there, and maybe this is why they call it Magnificent Mile, is because there were rows and rows of large department stores that... 
um, the window dressers would just make so fabulous during that time of year. They'd have it. The streets were all decorated with tinsel and stencil and 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 the windows were decorated with um, the fake snow stuff and and snowflakes. And then you had the inside of the store decorated. The mannequins were all beautiful in their winter clothing, but they actually it it looked like an artist had put these window decorations together. So it was very artistic. It was, you know, it was important um, to come. They almost were in a competition to see who could create the most beautiful windows. And so we would walk through and walk past some of the stores, even the ones that we didn't go in. And it was just a lot of fun for me as I think about the holiday season coming up. So here are some of the flagship events that take place in the area uh, during November and December. So there's the Magnificent Mile Lights Festival, the McDonald's Thanksgiving Parade, the Chrysland Market Chicago. There's one of those Christmas markets we'll talk about later in the uh, season. Zoo Lights, the PNC Bank Winter Wonderfest is in December through January, and then the Chicago Auto Show in February. Now, I know that has nothing to do with the holidays, but when I tell you I've got memories about the Chicago Auto Show, that's another one. My dad, being very artistic, I said he went to the Art Institute for a while, um, got into photography, and one of his big things was to go to the auto show and take pictures of the models. Can you imagine doing that now? I think about that and it's like, here's this guy with this camera just kind of walking through taking pictures of the girls. But it was very artistic in the way that he did it. He loved the cars, of course, but a lot of times I got to go with him and that was our daddy-daughter kind of date thing, was being able to go to the auto shows and looking at what new models were coming out. Because you think about it back then, the Detroit auto market was huge. And so it was a really big deal to show what was coming out of Detroit uh, for the new year. And it was, and people really looked forward to it. And the Chicago auto show is one of those um, really big ones. I mean, outside of Detroit, I'm sure um, Chicago is probably one of the bigger ones. Also keep in mind that Chicago is one of the easiest cities in the country to get around. Mass transit is really a benefit. We caught buses and trains growing up, going to school, going on dates, going to work, etc. You've got the CTA, which is Chicago Transit Authority. The L train, which there Chicago is known for. It is the electric train, basically. Um, it, it, and it goes throughout the city. And it's a great walkable downtown area also. I like that. And I, when I was in Chicago this past week, I was looking at the fact that nobody really cared about what they had on their feet. You know, I live in Texas where we don't walk hardly anywhere. Um, and so you look at people's shoes and you go, oh, she's got pretty shoes on. He's got nice shoes on. But in Chicago, because people walk and this is other big cities too, Boston, New York, you got to have on something comfortable. So wearing the stilettos to work is not necessarily what you do. You may have them in your bag so that you can change once you get there. But you're doing a lot of walking. And I like the fact that you can walk in an area. We're working on that here in the Pflugerville area. It's trying to have more density we, so that people can get out and walk to the store and walk to have dinner and, you know, just... We've got all this sprawl going on right now. Anyway, I'm digressing, but Chicago is also a great city for biking. Now, I did see some bike riders. I'm a little nervous about riding bikes in very congested areas with all the um, cars and traffic that you have in these larger cities. So I'm not so sure that that's something I would do, but for others, you know, it's not a big deal. They like to ride their bikes. And it is it is a great place with all the parks and places that um, you have open space. You know, the lakefront for being able to ride your bike. That's a good place to just let your hair down, go for a jog, go for a walk. 
um, even when it's cold. I mean, it's windy, it's cold, you just dress right. But that is Chicago. And I hope you've enjoyed learning about some of the things there is to do. I could go on. There's so much to do in that area. And I didn't even get to the food. Let's just really quickly before I get away from that. Let's talk about the food. So I went and I had a list of things that I wanted to eat when I got there, but I went for the purpose of my mom's surgery. So it it wasn't like we were getting out and going places and doing things necessarily. So I didn't get some of the stuff I want. Chicago deep dish pizza. I am obsessed with it and I've not had it in years. So I'm kind of disappointed about that one. And I had talked to my dad about it and he was like, well, I'm not really a pizza guy, blah, blah, blah. So we didn't get the pizza. Um, The Chicago dog. Now you got to like Chicago to like the Chicago dog. My husband thinks it's ridiculous. He comes from Detroit. You just put some mustard and some onions and some chili on a hot dog and you're done, right? Not in Chicago. We've got relish and onions and tomatoes and peppers and all kinds of goodies and yummy stuff. And so I did get a hot dog. I'll post a picture um, on Facebook so you can see it if you haven't already seen it on my Instagram post. But I did get to have me a hot dog and it was amazing. I sat at the airport because they've got a place and it's got the longest line at the airport. At the airport. But I sat there and I ate my Chicago dog and a, and a Pepsi. Uh, and I had a couple of fries, but not so much. The other thing that, um, is amazing there, there's Harold's chicken, which is on the, on the South side of Chicago, amazing fried chicken. They fry it right as you're sitting there. So it takes a little while, but it's just amazing rib tips. I didn't get some rib tips this time because we've got a great new little restaurant here in the Pflugerville area. Um, a family that moved here from Chicago and uh, Bahati's Chicken and Lounge, and they are doing rib tips now. So I've had some rib tips recently. They do a really good job, and especially since, you know, they're here in Texas where barbecue is king, and they know nothing about tips. The other thing that's really huge in the Chicago area, and there's a fish place on every corner where you can go in and get some fried fish or broiled fish, however you like it, but We ordered in some fish one night. The first night I was there, I believe it was. I love the fact that you can get fresh seafood. The other thing that's really cool about Chicago are the fresh produce markets that are scattered throughout the neighborhoods. There's no excuse for not eating fresh produce and and good foods for you because Chicago is really good about having these type of um, establishments throughout the city. And you can just go in and get fresh greens and tomatoes. And and it's like having a farmer's market every day. I I just think that's fabulous. But we, you know, I didn't get to go to any of the great steakhouses. Um, It's so much food. And what I, oh, I almost forgot. We, uh, my godmother, love you, Dee brought us some Chinese food from one of her favorite places. And then another aunt brought us some jerk chicken, which I didn't realize Chicago had. But, you know, that's what I like about that city. There are different ethnic groups throughout the whole city. And one of the things I enjoyed doing growing up, because my dad was a cop, he knew about all the great eating places around the city. You could go to the Polish neighborhoods and get Polish food, Germantown, Chinatown, Italian food. And I'm not talking about this stuff that they they kind of dumb down for the for American taste. I'm talking about real authentic foods from the motherlands, from these people, the folks that have come here from those countries, and they're either first generation or their second and third generation, but those recipes were handed down to them by their grandparents who came here first. And that is what we're missing, is appreciating good ethnic foods um, brought to us by our immigrant friends that have um, come here to diversify the United States. I love, and that's what culture is about, is about food and eating and, ugh, 
Anyway, but that's why we go to other countries is so that we can learn more about their foods. I, I'm done with Chicago. I hope you've enjoyed the journey. Get there before it gets too cold. Take a time to just go and, and explore that city. It's really a fun city. And they have some music festivals and things in the summertime um, and, and food festivals. I mean, there's just so much to do. So this is Karen Duncan, your Bucket List Buster. I'm going to take another quick break. And when we get back, we'll talk about, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about um, Telecom Thursday. That's what we're going to talk about with our friends over at the Wireless Traveler. See you in a minute. Peaks Cruises and Tours offers customized travel, cruise packages, and travel planning. There are destination specialists for destinations all over the globe. They have relationships with the top brands and suppliers in the industry. Best value for any budget? During travel support? IATA accredited. Peaks Cruises and Tours takes the stress out of travel planning. Many types of travel, cruises, land, special needs. VIP upgrades and components, hotel, air, transportation arrangements, resourceful and well-traveled agents, key clients for Peaks Cruises and Tours, family groups, special needs families, girlfriend or guy friend getaways, adults only, singles and couples, incentive travel groups, hobby sports and association groups, milestone events and birthdays, anniversary, graduations, promotions, divorces, and your bucket list. Give Peaks Cruises and Tours a call today at 512-252-8919. Hey guys, Karen Duncan here, your host of Your Bucket List Buster. We are going to Portugal and I want you to come go with us. We're going to take a Portugal trip, the wine and culinary experience in Portugal, September the 3rd through September the 12th, 2018. We're headed to the Douro Wine Region Valley. It's the oldest democratic wine region in the world. First, the river carved the deep valleys out of the land and then man transformed the shits mountains into soil and walls and planted the vines green in summer, flame colored in autumn. With knowledge handed down from generation to generation, he inclined the terraces to expose the vines to the rays of the sun, which give the grapes the warmth that the wine craves. It was from the fruits of the land and man's labor that this unique wine and landscape were made. So come experience the best in Portugal. We're doing round-trip airfare from Boston, eight nights accommodations in four-star hotels in Porto Duro and Lisbon, 12 meals, including traditional lunches and picnic, Porto full day of city tours, boat trip from Pinwa to Tuawa, wine tour and tastings in four different wineries, Jeep and bike tours, Lisbon full day city tour, all transfers to and from the airports in between cities, and English speaking guides. You need to join us on your first Your Bucket List Buster vacation. As a group, give us a call at 512-252-8919 and find out how you can sign up to be a part of this fabulous experience. You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back to your bucket list buster, Karen Duncan here. How are you doing this fantastic Thursday in the fall? Weather is kind of weird, isn't it? It's kind of warm here in Texas, kind of warm in Chicago, but they've already had snow in Denver. We're going to have to put Denver on the show. Um, That's a great place too. I need to go spend some time there. I've got family there and haven't spent a whole lot of time in Denver, but I'm looking forward to it. So let's talk about Portugal. You heard the um, commercial about us doing a trip to Portugal next year. And you may want to know, what is the big deal about Portugal right now? Well, I'm uh, and, and according to the Huffington Post, there are 12 reasons why Portugal is so hot and why it should be on your list um, right now. 
few things are the lava pools and Madeira. And they've got some great beaches. Portugal is just one of those really exotic destinations. It's right next to Spain. A lot of people go to Spain, but Portugal is up and coming. And, and even though it's been on a lot of people's bucket list, um, not too many people really know anything about it. It's, but they've got some incredible beaches. There's Gamboa Beach, Peniche. I hope that's the way you say it. Peniche, P-E-N-I-C-H-E. Um, then, like I said, there are the lava pools in Madeira. These are non-volcanic pools and they're very popular tourist attractions in uh, this village of Madeira, surrounded by lava rocks. And then there's zip lining. Everybody's zip lining. We've even got zip lining here in Austin. Well, kind of outside of Austin. Can you believe that? But everybody's zip lining. So they've got several zip lines, approximately two, 2,300 or so feet long. Um, and you can reach up to speeds to 40 to 50 miles an hour. That's kind of scary to me, but people are doing it. Then there is the Arabina National Park. Beautiful waters and landscape and beaches, cliffs. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous. You can go hiking. Um, and it's just good scenery. Then you can go to the sea cave tour in Algarve, Algarve. Yeah, that's right. Sea cave. So this is a unique adventure that Portugal offers countless caves and, um, the water is crashing into the rocks. It's clear water. Absolutely beautiful. You got to go to Lisbon, of course, which is the capital and see the Vasco da Gama Tower, watch the theatrical performances and visit the museums. If you like peace and relaxation um, or you like adrenaline, Portugal has something for everyone. The beaches are golden. You got cliffs, you got cliff divers. Ugh, do you want a cliff dive? Those are for extreme sport people. But it's a very peaceful country also. And that's, those are some of the reasons why people are really looking at Portugal. So you got to put this on your next adventure destination or your next relaxation destination. The Dural River is there, which a lot of um, river cruise ships are starting to do and have, will have been doing for the last few years as one of the magnificent um, cruises down the Duro where you get to see the castles. The food is fantastic. That's one of the reasons we're doing food and wine because I love food and wine. But they have some we have some opportunities to go and visit families and they cook for us and it's just going to be a lot of fun. So I'm hoping that if Portugal has not been on your list that you will put it on your list and you'll come and spend some time with us in Portugal. So let's talk about the Wireless Travelers Thursday Tips. Fascinating segment for our listeners today. Compliments of our friends over at Wireless Traveler who love to partner with the most discerning experts in the travel industry. And one of their special partners we're going to share with you today is Detour. For those of you who may not have heard about this organization, you need to check them out. They provide over 150 interactive and immersive audio walks in 17 of our favorite cities around the world and growing by the minute. If you want to experience a museum of historical site or part of a city just like a local, then this is definitely for you. And it's so easy. You just download the Detour app and off you go. Get your own audio tour as you walk around enjoying that special city. For instance, in San Francisco, the audio app will tell you that pink building across the street, that's where Janis Joplin lived. It can personalize your experience because of the GPS built into the app, knows exactly where you are exploring, and matches up all the fascinating history as you pass by the buildings and monuments. So from Harlem to Paris, you have to try this out. The folks at Wireless Traveler have voted it their favorite traveling app of 2017. And best of all, you can pair it up with the Wireless Traveler Pocket Wi-Fi device so you can listen to the audio anywhere, anytime you like. From Times Square to Champs-de-Leon, 
See the world like a local with your smartphone in your pocket. No need for a tour guide. It's all in your Detour app. And get this, Detour is in the process of sharing their creation tools with the public so you, anyone can make a detour, detour of their favorite destination and share their passion with other like-minded and curious travelers. Be sure to check it out at www.detour.com or reach out to the folks over at Wireless Traveler who are always pleased to assist with any travel-related questions. We hope you've enjoyed listening today. And we look forward to meeting up again next Thursday for more tech tips from our friends over at The Wireless Traveler. So I've got a question for you. What's your favorite winter sport or what do you do in the winter and fall? Do you sit inside and become a couch potato? I have always said when I come back the next time, and I'm not sure that I really want to say this, but I do. I've been saying it a lot and I was just sitting here thinking, you know, you kind of bring things to fruition and I'm not so sure that this is what I want to come back as really. So God, if you're listening, you know, think about if that's going to be the best use of me when I come back here. But anyway, um, I always said I, when I come back, I was going to come back as a bear because you get to hibernate in the wintertime because I don't like the cold, right? So you get to go to sleep. You get to have your babies while you're asleep, which is an amazing feat in itself. And when you get up, you're hungry and starved. So you spend the next months eating as much as you can, taking care of your babies, teaching them the, the things to do to survive in the world. And then you wait for wintertime and you go back to sleep. So that is kind of the way I operate. And here's why. In the wintertime, when it starts getting dark, I think it's time to go to sleep. Because I'm just conditioned that no matter what time it is, at dark, you're supposed to go to sleep. And so in the winter, it makes it really hard because it gets dark at what time? What, five, six? And so... I'm, I get so groggy and sleepy. So this year I'm going to try and make a commitment that I'm going to find something to do, um, some evenings so that I'm not sleep by six 30 or seven o'clock. As some of you know, I'm getting into pickleball and I'm hoping that pickleball will provide an activity for me during the winter where I can stay up a little longer, get some more exercise and not add that wintertime blubber to my body. But what do you do in the winter? Are there activities that you participate in? Do you sit on the couch and eat yummy comfort winter foods like soups and stews and pot roasts and and corned beef and cabbage? Or do you get out and you play and you you have some activities because you like the cold? I'm going to ask that question on Facebook Um, today. So I'm hoping that you will respond. And the other thing I wanted to talk to you about is I'm planning a consumer travel show um, so that you can talk about vacation planning. I'm inviting some of my industry friends, some of the cruise lines and tour companies and river cruising and, and wireless traveler. Hopefully I'm hoping they'll come down If you live in the Austin area, or even if you don't, but would like to come and be a part of vacation planning for the new year, looks like we're going to try and do it around March the 4th, and um, it'll be here in Pflugerville. I finally found a venue that I can afford this year. Um, I'm hoping this becomes a annual event. I want to be able to, in one space, provide opportunities for people to come learn more about what's trending, what vacation options are available, destinations they may want to explore and do some presentations. So we'll do some presentations on honeymoon and destination weddings. We'll talk about river cruising, of course. We'll talk about what the cruise lines, the 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 um the ocean liners, what they are doing, Royal Caribbean, Norwegian, Carnival, um um Oceana MSC, you name it, we're inviting those folks out as well, as well as some destinations, you know, Ireland, 
I'm hoping that um, all of or a lot of my travel industry friends will join us this year and know that you're going to show up as our guest and be a part of it. It's going to be free to the public uh, this year. And uh, just because I want you guys to show up, I want you to be here. So if you're out there and you're listening, but you don't live in the Austin or Pflugerville area, make hotel arrangements, come stay with us. I'll see if we can't get us some good hotel space someplace. And um, let's just make this a party. It's all about travel, finding out what you want to do. If you want to plan something earlier that than um, the March date for the summer, then give us a call at the office, 512-252-8919, and let's talk about it, see what um, we can plan. I'll still be doing a, um, I'm going to do a meeting. I promise I'm going to do a meeting for folks that are interested in being group leaders for 2018. And we're just going to have continue to have some fun on your bucket list buster. I hope you've been enjoying the show so far this this year. So next week, we're going to talk about Tahiti. Now, everyone knows that that's number one on my bucket list. So Karen, get there. Stop talking about it. I'm getting there. I promise I am. I'm going to get there so that you guys can hear me talk about all the wonderful uh, things there is to know about Tahiti. But in the South Pacific, it is um, coming up on their summertime. And so we're going to talk about that as being one of those destinations that um, is still warm in the wintertime if you want to go. It's summer, the weather's warm, the beaches are magnificent, and we are going to have some fun. So that is all I have time for today. I hope you've enjoyed the show as we get started on our new series on fall and winter travel and activities, destinations, just loads and loads and loads of fun. And um, it's just going to be a nice, cool time of year to talk about travel. You're going to want to talk to me about travel as the weather changes and we get past the holiday season. This is your bucket list buster. Travel recharges your mind, body, and soul. You deserve it. Your bucket list buster is here to help you start living your dreams. Visit me on Facebook, like me on Instagram, and post some of your pictures. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found some resources in today's show that excite your travel juices, provided you with some valuable information for your next trip, and it gave you permission to take time off and have some fun someplace in this world. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, and I will see you next week. This is the EWN Podcast Network.